Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Welcome. Morgan and Jill here. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good on this fine morning, afternoon-ish. Early brunch hours is what I call it. Right. Like where the food hasn't started yet, but the mimosas have. That's us. Hi. Good morning. We're already drunk and we just gave up coffee. Right. Well. Mm. It's been a week. It has been a week. I mean, we're in spring. We're in full-blown spring. It's getting nice out. It's getting better. The flowers are blooming. I love the green stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Hey, um, so what are you buzzing about this week? Ooh. This is a good one. I already know what it is. So today is exactly one month. Since I quit my corporate job, yay! I'm my own boss bitch. Yep, badass boss bitch. Yep. Uh, but because I'm a psychopath, I also immediately after I left my job made a ginormous to-do project list. So I've been spending my time cleaning, organizing, you know, getting my life together that I haven't been able to get together in years, well, since I had kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I am going full force. And as a person still in the corporate job yeah. that you worked with me, right? I dearly, dearly miss you because work is not the same without you. But I... I'm super envious that you get to get your life together because I work at home like almost all of the planet does these days, and I still can't manage to get my shit together. So good for you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What are you buzzing about? So a couple episodes ago, um, I talked about uh, a TikTok author or an author that reached out to us through TikTok, uh, Holly Roberts, and she has a Supernaturally type book series. Um, and then I picked it up and I was going to read it. Well, I have read two books in this series. It's actually called um, Bitten by Death and Kissed by Death. It's the Vegas Immortals Death and the Last Vampire series. Oh. So again, Holly Roberts. Uh, the two books really good. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. I really do like them. It's a very interesting story. The main character is literally death. Like he's death. He's oh. the god Anubis. He's whatever you think about in your lore as being like the main guy of death. And that's what the, and he's fucking hot and well, so dirty. Well, I guess I'm going to be downloading that on my Kindle. Yeah, it was really good. I really liked it. So shout out Holly Roberts. I liked Thank your book. You. Yeah. What's up for this week? All right. So we are reviewing Gentleman Sinner. Jody Ellen. Jody Ellen Albus, one we of love, our favorites. We love her. So, um, this is one amongst many. Uh, this is just a single book. Oh, a standalone. Standalone. Mm-hmm. It's not a series. It is not Kindle Unlimited, but worth the cost. So worth it. One click buy. Done. Just yeah. read it. You're going to love yeah. it. So, 
And she does have a couple like standalones that yeah. are out there. Some of hers are duets. Some are actual series. Yeah. This is what I really like about her. Yeah. She can write anything. Yeah. Um, and her pre-orders that are out right now because she has that Unlawful Man series, which I have read two books out of. It's not my favorite. It's more of a bully oh. mafia one. But I think I had told you I had read it and yeah. didn't care for it very much. And then she's also got pre-orders out there for... Um, an historical yeah. romance that she's written, and then the next set of books in the This Man series. Right. So, because they like redid the covers and stuff, right? Um, no, she it's writing it through book oh, one right. of writing This Man from Jesse yeah. Ward's point of view, which of course we're back. We knew we would find a way to talk about yeah. This Man, even if we weren't trying to talk right. about This Man, just because everybody knows everything is being filmed right now, and yeah, it, yeah we're just waiting impatiently yeah but we got all the way till december so we're trying yeah. not to right. yeah we, we're, we're reserving opinions on that till later yeah but for this book what'd you think gentleman center i liked it i did too uh i was only annoyed like one time mm-hmm. and it was towards the end of the book the sex happened fairly quickly well maybe not s- yeah it was a good proper was, slow burn, right. yeah, but well worth it. I think it was like chapter eight or seven. Yeah, right it wasn't. It wasn't too long, right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. So we have our main man, Theo Kane. Hello, sir. Oh, great name. Love the name. Love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a small teeny weeny issue. They all do. He doesn't like to be touched. And by that, I mean, if you touch him, you will be losing a finger. Yeah. He's got some kind of like hypersensitivity thing, but there's also abuse. And it's essentially where you can't touch him. He can take your hand and place it on him. So we're not looking at like a Christian Grey situation. But he has to like know that it's coming. Yes. And uh, he has his best friend Callum is his bodyguard and best friend and all of the things. But he essentially is the middle barrier to everybody else. So there's not ever like an accidental touch or brush. It always has to go through Callum first. Right. And if it does touch Theo, like if you do touch Theo, his instant instinct is to attack. And he doesn't have the button that turns off. So like you could literally die. Right. Like that's badass upon badass upon. And apparently he's like huge. Yeah. Like, over six foot, like, ginormous. He's described as, like, a giant. Everyone thinks that he's scary looking. He's got tattoos. You know, whatever. I'm like, hi, big scary stranger in the room. That people find sometimes that tattoos equate to, like, scary. It equates to getting my bed for me. Oh, it's sexy as fuck. I love tattoos. I love tattoos. We both have them. So I just don't understand that, that whole... No, I don't get it. Oh, well. But, okay, so Theo, he's complicated. That's what we're just trying to let you know. Like, that's his thing that's going to be the complication of him. But when you really open up the book, you open up to your main female character, and her name is Izzy, and she's a nurse. So you go through her, like, end of shift Mm -hmm. at work, and you meet a couple of little side characters. Her best friend, Jess. Yep. Who's, like, an OBGYN or something. She, like, delivers babies. Right. She's funny and sassy and... Uh, we meet Mabel, who is like her main favorite patient. She's like a 95-year-old little lady that like had her hips replaced. And she is 
like the sassiest like 95 year old woman ever and it shows in the book and it's so funny yeah especially because you're opening right up to that kind of cute banter and humor because the old lady is coming at izzy and just like you know you're not married you don't have babies there's not a special man in your life what the fuck are you wasting time for like get on with it but you do find out rather quickly that what Izzy is looking forward to besides the end of her fucking shift is her and her friend Jess in a couple of days, they're leaving to go to Vegas. So this is set in England. So as Jody Ellen books are, yes. um, this is set in England. And of course, one of our favorite things is the banter and yes. the English, you know, back and forth twat. and the twat twat's and the favorite. bloody hell yeah. and all the great shit. So anyway, so Izzy ends her day. Um, and as she's walking home, she hears like these, you know, like past an alley, she hears like a whimpering noise. And as a nurse, she runs to that right. danger and she does find a girl that's in really bad shape and she's trying to help her while she gets attacked. Yes. The guy who attacked this chick was waiting and now yes. attacking her. Um, she gets saved and this is where you meet the okay. Right. So, so he saves her. He gives her her hand or like asks for her hand, like help her up off the ground. And he immediately is like, there's something different about like this girl. Like I like her touch because that's his thing. Mm -hmm. So you find that he's very like enamored with her Mm -hmm. and she wants, she's like, oh, you're hot. But like, no, thank you. We need to take this girl to the hospital. Yeah. 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 And he's like, no hospital. Yeah. So I think she's figuring out, like, yes, he looks scary, and yes, he showed up all of a sudden, and, like, you know, the the person that attacked them is not really in a state right now to Mm -hmm. answer any questions. So she's also like, oh, my God, the violence that's happening around me right now. And you start to find out is that, you know, something has happened to Izzy. But you don't know what it is. She is not – she's telling you that something has happened, and she doesn't like the violence, and she's really Mm -hmm. freaked out. But we don't know what it is. But she's really not scared of Theo. But she kind of looking at him like, we need to get this girl to the hospital. And you're telling me no hospitals. Like, you're a bad man then. Like, what the fuck is happening? And it's weird. There's a little bit of banter, a little bit of back and forth. But really what ends up happening is he was like, look, I can't take her to the hospital. But I can take her to get, you know, come with us. You're a nurse. Like, help her. You can help her out. I will take care of her. I will get you back home. Like, let's do this. And she does. Yeah. Yeah. So she gets in a car with a stranger. Yeah. Uh, Red flag. Red flag. So he essentially takes her to, like, his huge, like, Mansion. mansion. And he has, like, a whole hospital set up ready for her. So she helps. Her name is Penny, the girl that was attacked. And Penny does have something yes. to do with yeah. Theo, which is... you can is, tell that yeah. they have some kind of relationship. You don't know what it is yet, but right. you can tell. But that's why he was there. Yeah. Like, he, you know, found her. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> she does, like, stitch her up and help her out, and I think they kiss here. Yeah. Likely. Yeah. Enough for both of them to be like, whoa, whoa, something's different. Like, we have something here. But, of course, Izzy's like, um, no, no, like, I'm leaving, I'm going home, like, have a nice life, goodbye. Mm -hmm. So, she does leave, and he is kind of, I think, shocked that she would just walk away. Mm -hmm. I I don't think he can, because he's always been able to get 
Women. Women. But also, like, he knows she felt it, too. Yeah. Like, the way that the author describes it is, you know, your instant chemistry moment. And, like, the moment they touch and then the first time that they kiss, everything is explosive. But Izzy's having none of that. Like, she's just, like, I know that I can't have anything in my life. I can only take care of myself right now because of whatever it was I went through. Which we, again, still don't know. Still don't know. So, skip ahead... Mm -hmm. La da da, and we'll say she goes to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a couple days. Yeah. She's putting yeah. him off. Goes to Vegas. Goes to Vegas. So, um, her and Jess are like having a good time, and they're drinking, and they're at the pool, and they meet like two little cute American men, and they're hanging out, and then her phone rings, and Jess picks up the phone, and it's Theo. And he's like, what are you doing? Where are you at? What's happening? And she's like, oh, don't. We're in Han Holiday in Vegas. End of phone call. Right. Well, does Theo show up in Vegas? He does. He sure does. Yeah, he does. Like the next day. And he's not having it. Because when he shows up, she's in a like skimpy bathing suit. And drunk. And drunk with these two men. And they're, you know, flirtatious, of course. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I will say there's something that's said in this section where he tells her to, like, cover up. Mm-hmm. And she immediately thinks it's because he doesn't, like, like her body and he's embarrassed of her body. And I kind of hated that for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of, again, learn why further on down in the book. But, um. Like, I was kind of sad for her that she would immediately feel like not, he wants me to cover up because he doesn't want my hot bits out for everyone to see Mm -hmm. because I'm like hot and sexy and I have all the confidence in the world. But instead she's immediately like, oh, he's embarrassed by me and I don't have the perfect body and he wants me to cover up. So I was kind of sad about that for her. Yeah. And it didn't make sense either because this is a man that since meeting you days ago, has called you, has sent you flowers, right. has repaired your phone. Yes. So she wouldn't have even had a right. phone because um, it got smashed in the alley. Right. Had her phone repaired and, and delivered to her and then shows up in Vegas. Like we're talking England right. to Vegas right. is not just like jumping, you know, right. on a, a plane right quick. It's a long yeah. trip. So he did that immediately after finding out where she was. Right. So this is a man that's come all this way to see you and you're instantly thinking that he's telling you to cover up when you're half fucking naked right. at a pool because he doesn't right. want you. That's stupid. Right. This man wants you and he's making it very, very obvious, obvious yeah. he wants you. And you want him, but yes. you're being stupid. Right. Right. So I did not love that part yeah. either. But he's not shame, ashamed of her, obviously, no. or anything like that. And he has this conversation with her and he's just letting her know, like, well, I do have business here, but... I think that's him protecting himself right. a little bit yeah. Um, because she's starting to call him a stalker. And he was like, no, hold on. Right. You, When are you going to admit that you felt it too? Yeah. But you owe me a dinner. Like, let's have dinner while we're here in Vegas. Yeah. And they do. And yeah. this is where you get your sex. Well, she does go back and forth. Of course she will. I'm like, okay, girl, like you're in Vegas and you're not going to have dinner with this hot, sexy man that just threw, flew, like, I don't know. 3,000 miles, whatever the hell that is. Well, before they went to Vegas, he asked her to dinner, and she said no. And, like, excuse me, even, like, had a car come for her and everything, and she's like, no, I'm good. So that, 
the back and forth, you always have to have it, right? Yes. You know you do. And we know the reason why she is doing that is because she's protecting right. herself, but we don't know why. Right. But it is frustrating. So when you talk about them being wishy-washy, this is one of those times where I was a little annoyed with our character because yeah. she is saying, oh my God, this perfect specimen right. of a man is looking at me in this way and the things he could do to me, I want him to do those things. Right. But you've got to say something completely different to him, which makes me feel bad for him because I'm thinking this is this like right. gentle giant, right. you know? Oh my God, I loved him. I know. I And we all know I hate a wishy-washy. I know sometimes it's needed in a book. Mm -hmm. But after a while, it's like, okay, bitch. Take your clothes off, lay on the bed, and let's go. Because this is what you want, mm -hmm. and this is where it's going to end up. Like, quit making him ask you ten times out to dinner. I'm annoyed. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they do get to it in yes. Vegas, and yeah. it is hot. Yes. So your first sex scene is absolutely amazing, but... This is where you find out about his touching thing right. because he's tying her up. Right. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He was like, I told you, you have to give me control. Right. I have to have complete control in all situations. Right. And he's not explaining to her why, but he is telling her, I need to tie your hands up yeah. because although I've let you touch me, it's because I've placed your hands where I want them to go. Right. You can't touch me unexpectedly. And while I'm fucking, I can't concentrate. Right. Because I'm only concentrating on fucking. Right. So your hands could come up and I could, you yeah. know, hurt you. Yeah. So this is a must. Right. If you want to fuck me, you need to know I'm going to be tying you up every single time. Yeah, and he does make it perfectly clear. Like, this is not a kink. This is, like, right. what I need to function. This is what I need to, like, fuck you. This is it. So take it or leave it. Like, very clear. Yes. Up front. And so she's, like... Okay. Okay. She's going to think about it later. Yeah. And she's going to think about the loss of what she thinks she's giving up yeah. by not being able to have free use of her hands yeah. to touch him during sex. It's not like that, honestly, right. as the sex scenes go on. But if you do think about being tied up as a kink, because I think being right. tied up is yeah. kinky. Um, when you think about it that way, like, what a great kink. Right. Because it's explained in yeah. very kinky ways. Well, and I feel like... When you can't touch, mm -hmm. it makes everything else, like, I don't know, more, you're more aware of, like, everything else because you're not focused on other things. Right. I like it. Mm -hmm. I mean, would I miss, like, like, touching you in general? But, like, I can touch you when you know it's coming when we're not fucking. That's good for me. Yeah, same. Right. Absolutely right. same. Because I'm thinking all the parts of you that are touching me right, right. now and my That's hands. I'm good. Right. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We don't have to worry about yeah. it. Theo, you adorable thing. Yes. You. So the sex scene is hot. It is aggressive mm -hmm. uh, and rough, but like in a good way. And and the best line ever. You can say it. Oh my god, I'd love to. Okay, so he tells her flat out. He was like, "Look." I'm going to treat you like a queen, but I'm going to fuck you like a whore. Yes. Yes. Sign me the fuck up. Honestly, yeah. one of the lines, most mm -hmm. amazing line mm -hmm. that I've read. Mm -hmm. It just encompasses everything that I feel like, I don't want to generalize, but like everything that a woman wants. So yes. Like, treat me like a queen and then behind closed doors, like spank my ass and tie, tie me, me up. up 
<laughs> and know? fuck me like a whore. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And he does. He does. And it's amazing. Yes. And throughout the book and throughout the sex that they have, sometimes it's very like gentle. Yeah. And then he'll just be like, all right, well, I yeah. just made love to you. And now I'm going to fuck you like my whore. Yeah. So it comes up yeah. because this is their like line. Yes. So it, it comes up throughout the book. Yeah. And it's always done in a very brilliant way. I was never offended at all. No. You know, you're like, oh, my God, no. he just called her a whore. Yeah, no. Shut the fuck up. If right. you have never right. been held like right. face down onto the mattress yeah. and your ass banged and called a whore, out. you're missing the fuck out. Yeah. All I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we wrap up the sex. Yeah. She of course is going to distance herself a little yeah. bit because she felt more than what she thought she was going to yeah. feel. And she's totally already fucking in love with him. Which I'm a little annoyed again here because he makes it very clear, like before they part ways that when he said business, he meant her mm-hmm. and she's still trying to put up walls. Like he essentially just told you like, you're it mm-hmm. like you're why he's doing these things and now you're gonna build up walls no bitch no. get out of here with that yep it was too that was yeah. i mean again she's protecting herself Ugh. but you're not telling us why right. we don't we just know that you had like a horrible guy right. situation but you don't know what it is so but he tells her i'm now gonna leave right. so that you can enjoy the rest of your holiday with your friends um and i'll see you when you get back to right. england and that's in a couple days yeah. Um, and she misses him. Yeah. So she does have fun. She doesn't sleep around with anybody else. But you get that feeling from her anyway. She yeah. doesn't sleep around. She was just hanging out with yeah. those other American guys or whatever. Um, so, but her friend, Jess, is kind of like, mm, you miss him. I yeah. can tell that you miss him. And she's like, no, I don't. No, I don't. And you're like, yes, you do. Right. Because you just sat here for 20 minutes talking about all the right. things about the sex you guys like, just yeah, had. Yeah. Anyway, but that's it. That wraps up Vegas. You go home and she's trying not to see him, but of course she's going to see him. Well, I think they go like a couple days. A couple days once she's back, she goes back to work Mm -hmm. and there's like a situation where like a patient comes in and this patient's son is there and he's like a real douche canoe. Yeah. Uh, Long story short, like, the patient dies. The son loses his shit. shit. And then when Izzy goes to walk out, he, like, confronts her and, like, pushes her up against the wall. And, like, you could tell he's going to probably do something fucking shady. Right. But Theo, like, just shows up out of the blue Mm -hmm. um, and essentially, like, rips him off and is like, don't fucking touch what's mine. And beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again... Izzy doesn't like violence. So she is like yelling at him to stop stop, and he won't. And so Callum has to come and like pull him off. And I think at this point is where she's really starting to realize up front, like this man has a very violent streak. She's still not afraid of him, but Mm -hmm. she's starting to realize like something's off. Right. So, yeah. And I think that with like, She's also been to his home now. Yeah. And the servants in his house even stand, yep. you know, three to six feet back. And nobody ever, like, comes around. Like, it's all very controlled environments. And she, now that he has beaten the shit out of someone, yeah. she can see why he has to have controlled yeah. environments. So I think that she, even though should be 
petrified that this is this man who put his hands on you look at what he, now what he's doing with those hands like it's really hard for her to wrap her head around like how violent it is but now she's taking it very seriously right. as far as him explaining to her yeah. that he has to have her tied up during sex yeah. so but now you venture into the relationship right. like it's gonna be back and forth mm-hmm. she's gonna act up he's gonna act up it's yeah. just gonna go back and forth for a while but sh- they're in each other's worlds now yeah, yeah. and they're fucking and all the time it's hot yeah uh, it does get introduced to that uh, Callum and Jess, so the two best friends, mm-hmm. have this like weird tension. Callum is kind of a dick. Yeah, he is. He's not kind of. He is. He is. Uh, and Jess, what I picture of Jess is she's like this super confident, like woman that like can get any guy she wants, mm-hmm. and she goes for it but Callum like throws her off guard a bit uh but they have a really good like I don't know like back and forth cute situation happening Mm -hmm. I kind of wish that Jody would have written a second book for them you know I wonder if it's something that she will do because it's set up as though these two might because the whole time you're in throughout the book and the whole time you're wondering, are they, or aren't they? And it's like, are they going to fuck or are they not going to fuck? Like, because you can tell that they want to fuck, but he always tells um, Theo, he was, when he talks about Jess, Callum always says like, I don't know from one minute to the next, if I want to kill this chick or fuck the shit out of her. And Theo's like, do both. Like, you know, (laughs) like figure it out. Yeah. Um, but they are great side characters, yes. great best friends on both sides. Yeah. Callum knows how to kind of control Theo yeah. or not really control him, but how to bring him down. Yeah. So I think that Izzy likes that in Callum, that she knows that she has somebody that can help her if she's yeah. ever in a situation that, you know, they need to figure out what to do to bring him down. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that we're we kind of are now is that something has to happen, right? Like you kind of need some kind of a monkey wrench situation because well, but of course. you're in a new, you're in a relationship and now you're in each other's worlds and you're right. in each other's best friends and you're in each other's work environments. Well, we get to finally find out what Theo does right. for a living. So I do want to add like right before this, Izzy does tell him one of her secrets and it is that she has she was a stripper. Like oh, before yeah. she became a nurse, she was a stripper. Now, here's the thing about this. I find it odd that that was like one of her secrets that she was like so devastated about and didn't want to talk about. And I understand like the situation in which got her there, not great. Mm-hmm. But why are you so embarrassed mm-hmm. about that? Mm-hmm. So anyway, she so she's a stripper. She's not, it's not something she is proud of. And she doesn't like violence. So she wakes up after telling all of this stuff to Theo. And she, like, walks through his house to, like, find where he's at. And this door is cracked open. She walks in. And essentially what I picture this to be is, like, this big – it's called the playground. It's this big, like, club, underground club that has a big fight ring in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then, like, stripper poles all around it. Mm -hmm. So you have strippers – X number one for Izzy, mm-hmm. a fighting ring, mm-hmm. X number two. Yep. Um, so she's like, 
well, great. Like he's a, a part of something that's obviously illegal things that I don't love. So she kind of like takes everything in. She's standing there, take, you know, she's in like jeans and a t-shirt and everyone else is like super dressed. So she's getting noticed. Right. And then she does see Theo across the room and he's doing some kind of meeting, but they do meet their eyes meet. Yeah. Uh, He knows she's there. Yeah. And also his mom. Yes. His mom works there. Yes. Not as a stripper. Right. She like helps run shit. Yes. Yeah. It's a family business is what we find out. And I do like her, Judy. I do like her. Judy's fun. Yeah. Judy is, so you understand that Theo's dad is dead. Yep. And that Judy has remarried and her husband actually is a police officer, but he's kind of cool about the illegal stuff that's happening. So I don't think he's a bad cop. He just doesn't care about a fighting ring, you know, and that people get dressed up and they come to this playground, which is off of the big mansion. And you have to think you're in London. So you're in like posh, Richie, you know, awesome, cool places. And these like rich people come and get dressed up and they watch people beat the shit out of each other and strippers, hot women all around and a bar. And, you know, this is the environment and Theo runs it. Yep. So obviously their eyes meet They're He's knowing she's there and taking everything in. Yep. Uh, So he leaves the meeting and goes to meet her across the room. So we're going to pause before we talk about what happens at this conversation of theirs the monkey wrench yes so uh we will hear from anchor and be right back and we're back hi hi okay so izzy has just walked into the playground she now knows what theo does they have a conversation she is okay with it yeah because he does explain everyone that's here wants to be here Everyone's fine. He's like a good employer. So moving on. Mm -hmm. They go to get a tattoo. Oh yeah. Because they're in a relation. Every like it's all hearts and flowers and constant sex and blah blah blah. So he takes her to a tattoo shop. And first of all, just to duly note, the tattoo artist has done all of his tattoos, but he has to chain him up. Mm Mm-hmm. Because of the touch thing, mm-hmm. which was wild. To it me. was. So he gets tattooed. I'm going to read to you what he gets tattooed on his body. Which he doesn't show her right. for a minute, right. by the way. All right. So what is tattooed is my love for her holds me prisoner. Her faith leaves me in awe. Her hope encourages mine and her touch reaches my soul. She is my peace, my cure. My love. Wow. I just, when I read that, I thought, A, damn, he like is in his feelings for her. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't think at this point that she realizes how deep his feelings are running. Yeah. So I like, and it's like, you know, inscribed, I think it's like over his heart, right? I think so. Yeah. I know. I can't remember yeah. the specifics of it because it's so like gooed me right. out right from the beginning. Right. <laughs> it was so cute. So while they're at this tattoo place, she sees. Like a man. A man who we learn is someone from her past mm-hmm. and it literally freaks her the fuck out. She immediately like her whole 
like personality and body language changes and Theo can tell. Yep. So he is like, what's wrong with you? What's going on? And she lies. I don't feel good or whatever the fuck else she lies about because she doesn't tell him the truth about the guy, mm-hmm. which if someone that someone from my past that came back freaked me out that much, why would you not tell your big beefy giant tattooed man? Mm-hmm. I'm confused about that. I know. Cause it's like, he's protected her right. in you know, situations yeah. from the angry patient and the guy that attacked right. her in the alley when they met. Like, you know, this is like the biggest badass right. of all badasses and you have a problem. You have a person that you right. think could do you harm. Why would you not tell him that from the get go? I didn't get it. Annoyed. Yeah. Immediately annoyed. Yeah. But a whole lot of drama starts to kick off in this book. And it goes really fast because it involves a ton of people. And you just have to go through it. But where you are, and and you kind of figured that something might happen because of Theo's issue. Mm -hmm. But where you are is you're in a situation where the worst of the worst of the gross is happening. Mm -hmm. And she touches him and he, he hits her blackout like she, like she is, is passed out, out. like yeah. he like broke an eye bone and shit yeah. like it's it's bad so no matter the fact of she shouldn't have touched him and knew yeah. better than to touch him in the way that she did in the situation that she did he knew better than to react the you know he reacted yeah. the way that he was going to and so now he's he's just she knows it he's leaving her and right. he leaves and she feels terrible because she yeah. is like this is my fault i never should have done that that's what i get yep so she was never at all mad at him or upset she was upset with herself but he was guilty and what she thought he would do he did he disappears yeah and he's de- they're both devastated. Right. Like, you know when he leaves that he is devastated because he's basically telling her, I'm leaving. Right. And they love each other. Like, they've said it. They are yeah. completely in love with each other. They're each other's peace. But then this happened, and now they can't be together. And she is – so now you only get her point of view yeah. because essentially he's missing. Like, for months. Months. He is gone. Like, yeah. no, everyone is looking. No one can find him. He has disappeared off the face of the earth. Months have gone by. She has not moved on. She is still. She's like a shell. Yeah. And everyone's worried about her and, you know, whatever. But we're not going to, like, spoil the absolute, like, everything for you. But they're going to work out. They're going to have a They're going to come together. Something is going to happen. They're going to come together. They're going to be okay. And she drops a bomb on him after he's like, quote unquote, recovered. Right. She's pregnant. Hello. Hi, surprise baby. Right. Always love the surprise babies. Yeah. Um, and then you get a kick-ass epilogue. Right. And that involves him and his baby. I love a good epilogue. I love a good man with a baby. I know. <laughs> I just feel like I love when everything is like pulled together with like a pretty little bow. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's not gorgeous pretty, but it just brings closure. And I feel like it did bring closure to their storyline, which is why when I said earlier, I was kind of hoping there was a part two with Callum and Jess, because I really loved the writing and the storyline of this book. Uh, So I'm really hoping that Jody Mm -hmm. does another book. But anyway, yes. 
he has a baby. Mm-hmm. He's obsessed and in love with this baby named Lola. Which I didn't love. Eh. Um, everyone is still around. Penny is around. The mother Judy is around. Callum. Jess. Yeah, they're all around. They all love the baby. They're all like this big, happy family. You do find out that Izzy is a doctor now. Oh, she's going to med yeah, school. Yeah, she's going to med school to be a doctor because that was her dream. So Theo gave her that. And they're just like a happy family. Mm-hmm. He's and, in love. She's in love. Yep. The baby is amazing. The family is together. Business is still yep. business. It and is I, what it is. I do love um, in this at the end, she does bring back our favorite saying. Uh, like, essentially, are you, like, yeah, like, I am your queen, but like, fuck the me like a whore. Down, come fuck me like a whore. Yep. I love it. Yep. It wraps it up. It was like the perfect ending. It is. And even if, because it is a standalone, but even if she did do like a little side novella for Callum and Jess's story, yeah. or even like went back and revisited or yeah. whatever, like I would pick it up in, oh, a, in an instant because I loved all of these characters and I wanted them to continue. Yeah, so, same. Yeah. I will say too, um, it also ends the epilogue. He's leaving the playground. He's moving them out of the mansion. The mansion and building like probably an estate mm-hmm. uh, at this little town that he grew up in. Yeah. So I loved it. I loved it too. So we have to dick score it. So zero out of five. <sighs> mm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna for it. I'm gonna for it too. She annoyed me enough times for me to knock it down the one, but a four. If she didn't annoy me, I'd probably five. But yeah. She annoyed me a bit too much for my liking, so four for me. Yeah, I'm going to do the same yeah. and for the same reasons. Yeah. I think that I understand that you do have to have that push and pull and the back and forth and the secrets and stuff like that, but I feel like he came clean with everything that he needed yeah. to and she still wouldn't. Yeah. And so I wasn't cool with that. So. I always know when there's been too much wishy-washy because I find myself skipping mm-hmm. because I'm annoyed and I don't like feeling like that. And I did feel like that a couple of times. I never skipped in this book though. So that does say something, but mm-hmm. I was annoyed and I wanted to skip. I just did not. Yeah. Well, I loved him. I yes. loved Theo Kane. I loved the relationship that they had. I loved all of his faults. Um, and I was, I really loved the side characters. I yeah. loved the BFFs. Yeah. I thought they were great BFFs. So this was a good book. It was. Yay. Yeah. Um, so for next week, what's up? Ooh. Uh, I don't uh, know how I'm going to feel about this. Okay. So I read this book a while ago. It is the Raven Hood series. By Kate Stewart. Yes. Block is book one, Exodus is book two, and then book three is The Finish Line. Mm-hmm. I loved this series. It's big on TikTok right now. Yes. Uh, I don't consider this series a reverse harem. There are three men in this series, but th- you're able to differentiate the relationships, and they do kind of happen at different times. So I don't consider this a, re- a reverse harem. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how you're going to feel about it, uh, but I'm I don't, really yeah. very interested to see because I finished this entire series, three full books, and we're talking four to 600 pages 
in less than a week. I could not put this series down. Yeah. I mean, our friend Rosa reached out to me about this book and she was like, I am emotionally like exhausted. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't want to read that. Like, I don't have time for that in my life right now, but Morgan's making me. Yeah. So yeah, I got to read. I haven't, I haven't started yet. So I've got to read all three of these. I mean, so. I'm kind of excited to read it again. Okay. it was good. All right. Well, so. we're going to see how it works. Yep. Until next time, have a great week. Bye, guys. So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. <laughs> Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smuthive at We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you. <laughs>